It's Wednesday, March 9th. Welcome to the News Diet, a healthier alternative for staying informed. I'm your host, Michelle Carroll. Today, I'm going to talk about the Surgeon General against vaccines for healthy children, Florida's Don't Say Gay Bill, Bill Cosby, and Russia and Ukraine. Let's be informed so we can get on with our day. Florida became the first state in the U.S. to recommend against the COVID vaccine for healthy children. The Florida Surgeon General announced the guidance, which goes against the CDC's current recommendation that all children over the age of five receive it. The vaccine is not yet authorized for children under five. The Florida chapter of the American Academy of Pediatrics and also White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki criticized the recommendation, saying that the vaccine helps prevent kids from major illness from the virus. But those who agree with the new Surgeon General, including Florida Governor DeSantis, who appointed him last month, say that with healthy children at lower risk of symptomatic infection and serious illness from COVID, that giving them the shot isn't recommended. Governor DeSantis has been critical for most pandemic restrictions, and Florida has remained one of the most free states in the country throughout the last couple years. Also in Florida, state lawmakers are discussing a bill that's garnering a lot of attention from LGBTQ advocates. It's called the Parental Rights in Education Act and is expected to receive a vote this week. The bill relates to Florida's schools and would prevent kindergarten through third grade classrooms from teaching about sexual orientation and gender identity. For grades higher than third grade, an age-appropriate and developmentally appropriate approach would be required according to state academic standards. Critics have held a rally at the state capitol and have dubbed this the Don't Say Gay Bill. Organizers feel this would stigmatize young LGBTQ children. Hundreds of students of an Orange County high school conducted a walkout in protest. So far, the bill has been approved in the state house and is now headed for the state Senate. A vote is expected this week. The Supreme Court denied hearing arguments that said Bill Cosby's release from jail should be reversed. You probably remember that after Bill Cosby was accused by more than 60 women of sexual assault, that he was sentenced to up to 10 years in prison in 2018, once found guilty of drugging and violating a woman. But last year, the Philadelphia Supreme Court ruled that his conviction violated a previous legal agreement and was therefore invalid. Cosby was then freed. That previous agreement was from the prosecutor that originally considered taking on the case. But apparently, he had doubts about getting a conviction, declined to prosecute, and encouraged the victim to instead sue Cosby for damages. She did and walked away with $3.4 million in settlement. Well, during that lawsuit, Cosby had admitted to using the sedative quaaludes on a woman in 1976, and this reveal is what triggered the arrest and conviction that put him in prison. But last year, Philadelphia's top court ruled that he shouldn't have been arrested in the first place, given that Cosby's testimony was given with the understanding that he wasn't going to be criminally charged. Well, the Supreme Court just solidified this decision by declining to hear arguments attempting to uphold the conviction that would put Cosby back in prison. On Tuesday, President Biden announced a ban on imports of Russian oil and natural gas. Many were wondering if and when this decision would be made, as so far, Western sanctions have yet to target Russia's energy sector. 
Energy is the elephant in the room when it comes to boycotting the Ukraine invasion. Critics of the war have been looking for ways to establish disciplinary actions against Russia, and their oil and gas industry would make a huge impact. But they have to be careful because if pushed too hard, then Russian President Putin could wage war beyond Ukraine, which would escalate things around the world drastically. But yesterday, Biden took the bold move of banning oil and gas imports. This is definitely a big deal and will almost definitely garner a response of some kind from Putin. But it's an even bigger deal if any European nations were to follow suit, because they're much more reliant on these resources and will be much more affected by any supply disruptions. We also saw the United Nations call for safe passageways to be formed within Ukrainian cities under attack, so civilians can evacuate. As so far, attempts at establishing ceasefires have failed. And speaking of refugees, the number of those fleeing Ukraine has now reached around two million. Also, more companies put restrictions on business dealings with Russia, with Coca-Cola, McDonald's, and Starbucks suspending operations in the country. And then, lastly, it's been revealed that President Putin signed a new law last week that makes it forbidden in Russia to refer to the situation as either a war or an invasion, and is punishable by up to 15 years in prison for any coverage that the state deems as false. Before this law, thousands of protesters in Russia had already been arrested. Ukraine President Zelensky addressed the UK Parliament in a video and said that the Ukrainian people will continue to fight until the end. It's Wednesday, March 9th, and you've just been informed. Now it's time to get on with your day. I'm Michelle Carroll. Thanks so much for listening. If you like the news diet, be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast, so you can always get the latest episode and leave a review. As we all know, how that helps boost a show's visibility. If you have any suggestions on how I can improve the show, I definitely want to hear from you. I want the news diet to be as valuable as possible for you. So if you feel compelled, please feel free to reach out to me on Twitter or Instagram at the News Diet, or directly to my email feedback at the News Diet. dot com.